Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 174, and we'll see what the new year has in store. I am your host and podcast commander, Joseph Martin, joined by... Hi, I'm Anna Bernarski, and I I did not disappear forever. I'm back. Woo! I'm Blue Rider, and I also did not disappear forever. Thanks for worrying. I am James Pelster, and I have been here all along. Uh, I'm Alex the Jetty Jidrazak, and I am currently podcasting from a train. <laughs> I'm Leaf, and uh, I've been here and also been gone forever the entire time. It's complicated. Mm. I like to complicate Yeah, that was things. two things. You're only allowed one thing. Not me. <laughs> Not us. Um, so, hey, welcome to the podcast. There's a lot of people here. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. A, it's a big old party, but not a Mario one no. because there's no thing to talk about related to that. I feel like we should talk about, uh, for no particular reason, I feel like we should talk about the video game Super Mario Brothers 2 and uh, Super Metroid. Uh, yeah. I don't know. No. I just get the feeling that that might be something that people who maybe have stumbled onto this particular episode of the podcast would be interested in. I don't know why I have that particular Did you hunch. know that Super Mario Bros. <laughs> 2? <laughs> I knew someone was going to say <laughs> it is the one universal constant in video game discussions. <laughs> you know that Super Mario Bros. 2 came before Super Mario Bros. 3. And Whoa. Whoa. Okay, but and now, the, the, here's the real dilemma. I've been wondering this for years. It's not numbered, so how do we know when Super Mario World happened? Well, when like, the world in the timeline? Ends. Yeah, when like, did it end? come before 3, or did it come before 1? Is it the original? Because yeah. it's Super Mario Brothers. It's not Super Mario Brothers 1, so... Well, it could be a split timeline. Ooh... Interesting. The people are a big fan. Split timelines are all the rage these days because if you do a split timeline, then you don't have to make your anything make sense. Yeah. Because it's just a parallel time. Oh, it doesn't make sense with the last game? Oh, that was just a parallel timeline. Don't worry don't, about don't it. Don't worry about it. It's well, fine. In the case of Super Mario Bros. 2, uh, it was a dream. I feel like I, I was reading stuff about this. I don't. I, I think because I was going through and making all of the Mario Two shorts that are now on the GC.net <laughs> YouTube channel, that the they've tried to retcon it in some other like when the game gets like remade and so they put like it in the in the little booklet that like oh it's he's transported to the dream world. And it's it's like a real thing in the dream world. Like falling asleep is how he accesses the dream world. Yeah. And also everybody else is there. Yeah, including Wart, who he met at an airport. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I personally think that it was, in fact, a dream. And that he was just... that The reason that we see these the, the different monsters... Uh, in that game is just because you know they were they were always there. They've been there all along. Mm. Like and if I ever dream about dogs, I don't think people should write a bunch of essays about how dogs are from a parallel universe and my dreams brought them here. Or whatever. Mm. Right. So does Am I wrong? does Mario have a split timeline? That's the question. Um, 
I the think. timeline where there's Princess Toadstool and the timeline where there's Princess Peach. It's the same person. Mm. That's an interesting one. <laughs> this well, is another thing from I the mean... Mario 2 videos that I don't think was intentional. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think this reference Blue just made to the to the arguments that Michael, Paul, and Nathaniel had about <laughs> Princess Toadstool Peach right. was intentional. But it is another thing that is featured in that series. Amazing. Um, there is, I gotta say, there is at least, there's like a backstory timeline. I, I feel like there's two timelines that converge to the Mario series. One where... Mario and Luigi are babies delivered on a, by a stork, and they also go adventures with Yoshi, like a Yoshi that carries them around. Mm-hmm. And one where they're plumbers from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought we had, like, you know, just sort of, like, let that one be a weird North America or not Japan thing. Um, but then they put it in the Mario movie. So yeah. it's back. Yeah. So Nintendo made it worse. Now we Now we really don't know. <laughs> so... Has Nintendo explained how Mario is Jumpman? Like, well, because there is Mario and Donkey Kong. Right. Mario versus Donkey Kong, which is a but, video game coming out soon. So it, we could talk about We're making our podcast somewhat relevant. Because, like, yeah. <laughs> that directly references the, the Donkey Kong arcade game part of the canon. Which yeah. is that another split? Uh, Mario... I think Mario is the, a reverse t- of the classical timeline split where instead of an, an original game and then like all these sequels that don't really line up with each other get made into different branches of a timeline. The the regular games are for the most part all part of the same time continuity, but they all converge from the past. Like the past converges to them. Like no matter where Mario came from, he always ends up playing board games and driving go-karts and, and jumping yeah. into paintings. And the other the other problem with that is that I forget if this is canonical or if this is just fan theory. I genuinely don't remember. But I distinctly remember the idea that Donkey Kong, the modern Donkey Kong that we know with the tie who's in the Donkey Kong Country games, is the original Donkey Kong from the arcades, like, son or grandson who is Cranky Kong in those games. So then that begs a whole bunch Mm. of other questions about how old is everyone? Because Mario still looks the same as he did, (laughs) but now we have Cranky Kong is an old elderly man with a walking stick. So what's going on here? Yeah. I mean, we don't know the lifespan of a Kong, which I believe is meant to be... (laughs) A, a particular, like, species. Do But do we know the lifespan of a Mario? Yeah, because even if you say, like, oh, you know, they're, like, they live for 10 years or something, that, like, the implication is, what, he was 20 when he dealt with the original. Like, he'd still be in his 50s, right? Like, yeah. even at that rate. Yeah. But he can't be... He can't like have an eternal age because he was a baby. This is very true. clearly. This is true. But wait, yeah. but wait. In Yoshi's Island DS, isn't there like baby Donkey Kong or something? There is. Who is who is the Donkey <laughs> Kong from Donkey Kong Country and not the Donkey Kong from the arcade, who is Donkey Kong from Donkey Kong Country's grandfather slash father, I forget which. So there, it's there is. I think it's grandfather because I think yeah. I remember watching a video where it's like 
Because there's a game that what where DK Junior is the protagonist. Like, yeah, there's, there's DK Junior. Yeah, there's DK Junior, right. and DK Junior is effectively unaccounted for. Yeah, in the Donkey Kong Country series. That's right, and is I feel like is that a thing? But that's a good point. That there's baby Donkey Kong at the same time as baby Mario. Yeah, and that somehow it's distinct from the, the – despite them growing up at the same time, that Donkey Kong is distinct from the Donkey Kong that Mario fought in the Donkey Kong Arcade timeline. So really, Nintendo needs to come out with a book explaining the Mario universe timeline, really. Because, I mean, we haven't even started on Mario Luigi's Partners in Time. Oh, brother. Because they, it's very clearly time travel. Oh, so yeah. it's not like Baby Mario and Baby Luigi are also just eternal youth in a different like universe. Like they're Mario used to be Baby Mario, mm-hmm. but then he was also Baby Mario in the Mario movie. Hmm. I mean, he could be like Link and have multiple like like he just yeah. keeps yes. um, being reborn. Also, Donkey Kong is a gorilla, and gorillas live between 35 and 40 years. So, hmm. there you have that. So, the question is, how old was Donkey Kong in Donkey Kong on the arcade? Like, maybe yeah. he was middle-aged. Yeah. And so, like, it doesn't take very long to get into old monkey. Like, maybe he was 30, hmm. and then now he's 40, and old monkey Cranky Kong. Yeah. That could line up. I don't know how it works with baby Donkey Kong, though. Yeah. Also, baby <laughs> Wario. Baby Wario was a baby at the same time. So I do think baby Wario and baby Bowser are, like, treated as if they're older because they talk. Mm-hmm. They're toddlers. Right. But Don- baby Donkey Kong is weird because Donkey Kong does not generally speak, except in the Mario movie. Right. And in the TV show. Oh, we didn't even... What about the Donkey Kong TV show? Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, we didn't no. think about this. I completely... Or the Mario TV show, which I don't even know to this day. I don't know if the Mario and the Super Mario Brothers 3 TV show is supposed to be the same Mario <laughs> as the Super Mario World TV show. <laughs> I don't know. World they look quick. similar. Yeah. Jetty, do you know? I don't, and I've wondered that myself because I remember <laughs> growing up watching the uh, Super Mario Bros. 3 cartoons, right? And then, like, later, I was watching, like, you know, YouTube videos and people kept posting clips showing Super Mario World stuff. And I was like, what are you talking about? There was there was a Super Mario World cartoon? Isn't that where the Mama Luigi meme? It is. Yes. This is another yet another dimension, because Mama Luigi just <laughs> that Yoshi, yeah, was born with yeah. like while Luigi like in between whatever time Mama Luigi takes place and the current time in Mario World TV show. So which can, is not, Luigi is like the same, so not very long. Canonically, Yoshi raised. Baby Mario and Baby well, Luigi more than one and Yoshi, so. Mario and Luigi canonically raised. Yeah, Yoshi. there is some. There <laughs> are some big problems think, here. I do think, in I feel like I can't remember if it's fanon or if it's ever actually been sort of softly mentioned, but I'm pretty sure like the Yoshi and Mario world is not meant to be the same Yoshi as in Yoshi's Island. Right, because because I just remembered this brain blast <laughs> at the end of Yoshi's Island DS, Yoshi is born. 
I guess it's true that also, you know, in Super Mario World, you're constantly having Yoshi eggs, right? I don't know exactly how that works because you do go to Yoshi's house. Like, Yoshi is meant to be, like, a guy that you can go and visit. And then there's also... And then shows up when you... I think the egg is like a teleportation thing. Well, but but there's mm. also baby Yoshi's in that game because when you like when yeah. you get to the special when you get to the Star World yeah. and then you unlock the different colored variants of the Yoshi's which all have to be grown up from babies. Yeah. Right. Which actually, I mean, if we get, you know, maybe this is maybe this is the the linchpin to help us solve all of this that the Yoshi's don't need time to grow up. They just need to eat a certain amount. So maybe right, that's yeah. how we explain all of this is that baby Mario just ate a couple everybody? of, you know, just ate some stuff and then he just grew up. It's, it all makes sense now, guys. We've cracked I, it. Uh, I'm We've done it. livid. I hate everything about this. <laughs> um, well, then what's your theory, Anna? I yeah, don't need to have one because I don't care. Have you considered not caring? <laughs> but this is so worth a debate over, clearly. Have we considered it doesn't matter? <laughs> I kind of agree with we've, you there, Anna. We've, we've considered that and decided that it does, in fact, matter. Okay. Oh, like yeah. your video game, The Sims, doesn't also have weird split timeline things. It does. You've got your weird recurring characters. Yeah, it does, but it's... It I don't want to hear but it. like... <laughs> And then sometimes they disappear and people are afraid they die. Yeah, that's true, but... (laughs) Alright, what's your favorite video game split timeline? Alan Wake. I mean, it's Mega Man for me, obviously. What's the... What is... Where is the split timeline, like, uh, Battle Network versus Mainline? So, you'd think that that would be it, right? (laughs) Yeah. It's not. Okay, oh. where does the timeline <laughs> split more. in Mega Man, Joe? First of all, I don't even think... I was always told that that was a timeline split. I think they're just different. They're just... Like, oh, I see. So we're, we're just saying because, that they're completely separate universes not connected in any well, way. Well, because cause, cause in the Mega Man games, if you play Mega Man 8, Dr. Light lives in, like, California or something. <laughs> and in Mega Man Wish Upon a Star, the OVA... <laughs> Which is very clearly Mega Man canon. Uh-huh. Um, he's very clearly not Japanese because he doesn't know anything about Japan, which is why <laughs> they had to make three whole movies telling him what it was. <laughs> but then in Battle Network, it's, it's very clear that they're in Japan. Oh, yes, absolutely. And also his name is Dr. Hikari. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. The I, localization tries to hide it, I mean, which is weird. In, the localization is very weird about the country names. Well, because in... The Japanese were... <laughs> version was very clear about what each thing was supposed to be. Yeah. And the localization is like, I, we don't want to deal with whatever this is going to cause. Yeah, so, because they're uh, like, the, we're treating... The, the, <laughs> the first thing that was said about this country was that it had good food, so it's called Yumland. Yeah, and Yumland. And then, leave it. and then you've got... Oh, gosh, what was the other place? The other place that he Electopia flies. and Netopia. Yeah, Netopia. Terrible. He goes to Netopia, awful. and then they're awful and full of crime. Yes, but also... To, you you could have picked two different names. They're all they're like both... why both topias? Yeah. It's so confusing. It's yeah. unnecessarily confusing. Yeah, just ah. And then where's and then where does Monstropolis fit into all of this? Yeah, duh, yeah. So that's different. <laughs> that I, I don't even want to get into that. Um, but then Mega Man X 
has like several timeline splits because you have like the Zero timeline split because Zero is supposed to seal himself away and then show up in Mega Man Zero, but then they kept making Mega Man X games with Zero in them. So that was a timeline split. That's a problem. And, And then... I don't even know how it works, but Command Mission is also supposed to be some sort of weird timeline split thing. Like, it's really? not just a remake. Mm. It's supposed because it's, like, different. I don't know, man. So, I think Battle Network, once Battle Network gets its own thing, it's just fine. I don't think there's any splits unless they do, like, a Battle Network reboot. Well, but... I don't know how you would do that because I mean, it's but so... Isn't there, like, Star Force or whatever? Like, where they... Didn't they That's do, like, a... sequel. Well, but but then, but then the DS the DS ver they made a DS version of Battle Network One that had a crossover with Star Force. There was a Japan exclusive remake of Battle I Network can't, One. I can't. That- I can't. I can't. Someone else needs to talk about their video game timeline now. I've done my part to save the kingdom. Uh, timelines are weird. The only one I know well enough to talk about is the Sims one, and it's just kind of obnoxious because it didn't need to be a split timeline. No. <laughs> There's a canonical timeline in The Sims? Kind of. I mean, yeah, like Sims. I don't remember where Sims 1 goes. Does Sim 1. <laughs> Sims 1. It's, it's 3 1 2. Okay. 3 1 2, mm. and then 4. Is like before two. It that's where the split happens. Is after three and before two. There's a split for no good reason, and that's where four goes. I think, right? <laughs> what even is there to qualify as canon in The Sims? Anytime oh, so much. You and your family and the characters you make don't exist. That's yeah, the they, they don't exist. Well, who exists is the Goth family and the um, Caliente and um, trying to remember all their names. The Land Grabs, they exist. There's there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of them. And it's mostly like most of the like really traceable lore is just like Bella Goth. Is she or is she <laughs> murdered and or taken by aliens? And first, oh. and I think because like she became such a like iconic character when they created Sims Four, they wanted her to be there. So they, but they were out of prequels technically because they'd already like Bella and Mortimer were children in Sims Three, if I remember correctly. So they were really like babies, like little little tinies. And then Sims mm. One, I don't have a great grasp on. And then Sims 2, Bella was missing. So, but they wanted more Bella goth. So they split the timeline and they created a timeline where she didn't go missing. And that is Sims 4. Yeah. Wild. Imagine the timeline where you don't go missing being the bad timeline. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on everything I've heard of Sims 4, that sounds like... That's the like timeline that, like... It's like a hate. reverse It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no! Like, not any... Like, no, like, personal responsibility, right? Like, that's... It's like... There's nothing that you did, like, morally wrong. 
that caused the world to be worse with, with you not getting kidnapped. It just so happens all the butterfly effects added up to just a really bad situation. Yeah. Speaking of Sims 4, um, I have words. Mm-hmm. Let's hear those words. Uh, so, so the um, the four rent expansion came out last month ish. They added rent again. <laughs> the musical Worst rent. Timeline. No. Um, <laughs> no, they did. They I, added the housing crisis to Sims Four. Yeah, <laughs> they really did. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think that's a thing from Sims Two was apartments. I, yes. I never played Sims 2. I only watched uh, AMVs on YouTube. Did you play <laughs> Sims, Sims 1? Two. No. Okay, so neither of us have played Sims 1. I played Sims 2, so I got you. They did have apartments. They were really well done. Okay. Mm. For this Sims 2. is fine. The biggest problems were having the rent go up exponentially. For oh. no reason, like that was just very like they early. Put the housing like crisis in. <laughs> um, unfortunate. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was an issue for a while, and so being a tenant wasn't exactly fun. Um, and then I know other people have had this issue where they are the landlords, but they can't raise their uh, rent price past like three dollars per day. <laughs> oh. Um, I haven't experienced but, that yet, but it has happened. Uh, I've I've played as both tenant and landlord, and um, it's fine. I'm I'm having a good enough time. The thing is, I don't hate The Sims Four. I understand why people hate it and why people dislike it. I'm having a good enough time. Also, um, EA has made me their Don Sims, so like. Yeah, see, that's I why really I don't do very like much it. On that, like, I'm like all for people enjoying Sims Four until they're like, and also I gave EA all of my money. <laughs> yeah, that's the and issue. You're like, oh, yeah, no. that's the issue. I mean, there's lots of issues, but that's that. I mean, that, that's the thing. Like, if Sims was not as ac- expensive as it is yeah. to like be a game that is worth playing, then I I wouldn't have as much of a dislike for it as I do. Um. And I mean, but it's fine. It's... I think it is healthy for someone on this podcast to like The Sims since we talk about it so much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it it can be fun to rag on a game that is like that. But I mean, ultimately, if you are not putting yourself into financial distress and you are enjoying a video game, that's good. I just think a this lot of a people are putting themselves in financial distress to enjoy that video game. Well, and that makes me sad. Then we've got some work to do, but <laughs> yeah, we do have work to do. Where it's like, uh oh, yeah. But here's my question: Is The Sims Three a better video game than Sims Four? Such a complicated mm-hmm. question. Eh. Yeah, it's. I can't look at Sims Three anymore because of how 2009 it is. It didn't look good when it came out. <laughs> no, it's always looked bad. It's just the fashion yeah. now is real bad. Sims 2 fashion <laughs> is hilarious. It is yeah. so bad. It's wild. But yeah, Sims 3 also is very uh, of its time. And it'll be interesting to see how Sims 4 ages once we have gone past it and can come back to it. 
Yeah. How much of that is the time period? How much of that is the people who made the video game? <laughs> I'd say it's very much the time period because it just is a game that is has a large hand that that a large aspect of is fashion of the time. So <laughs> it, it it's just inevitably going to age. And I don't think that's a bad thing. It's just very funny. But Sims 3 also just never looked good. It it no. just always was kind of a bad looking game. All the people always looked like they were filled with air. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, you should you should be pretty filled with air if you're a living breathing person. No, you should be filled with water. So, I think <laughs> percentage wise, <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> I'm um I also I would like to say that I rediscovered custom content and mods mm. and I feel like I'm 17 again just like yeah. trying to download a bunch of outfits and hairstyles that other people made onto the uh little like the Sims 3 launcher cuz I was nice. just like searching oh, you're you're doing it for Sims 3? I'm doing it for Sims 4. Okay. Now, when I was 17 it was Sims 3. <laughs> I mean, uh, downloading mods for Sims Four was like made with mods in mind almost. If yeah. and when I go back oh, and yeah. play, I never played with mods until Sims Four, and then since then I have gone back and I have played Sims Two and I have played Sims Three and I have played them with mods, and I've learned how much harder it was to get mods onto those games, especially Two. Uh, it was it was a lot more difficult. Sims Four, like you open the game and it creates a mods folder for you. And you just yes. drop it in there. Sims 2, you have to, like, download something else and then create... I don't remember. It was, like, a whole thing <laughs> that you have to do to make mods work at all. Yeah, for the longest time, I just didn't want to deal with mods because I didn't know how it was going to work. But um, then I started doing mods for, like, Skyrim. Yeah. And uh... I was like, oh, Nexus and Curseforge are a thing. And this makes my life a million times easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah sims 4 i they have fixed it a little bit but for a while if you want i don't know how you play anna so like when i play i i often do multi-generational families and sims 4 kind of like sims 3 also had this issue the town just kind of all dies in the background yes. so mods were the only way to stop that from happening supposedly they've mostly fixed that i've played a little bit since they've fixed the um uh town auto ai <laughs> whatever yeah. it's oh, i the last time i tried to do like an actual generational household without giving up was a few years ago and I remember I sent my sim to college and both of his parents died in like the span of a week and they were young adults. <laughs> oh, no. They were young they were like adults when he left. Yeah. And I was like, What's happening? Was that like right after they introduced the like things can happen in the background features? Cause I, I think they like the like rate of death was like absurd upon release. It really was like you you sent your 
kid off to college or whatever and then you get a message that your parent died in a fire (laughs) like the next day (laughs) they just died of old age and it's like they were here yesterday (laughs) i don't know how they became an elder and died in that time this happened just like this was right after the um ghost baby donkey kong <laughs> the, ghost, <laughs> yeah. the ghost expansion thing came out where you could do all the seances and stuff. oh paranormal yeah is that what that was called also i miss the one thing that was very good about the sims 3 was the uh ghost hunting mm-hmm. career i did like it a lot the sims 3 then, active uh, careers were good and in part were... because it was an open world game. Yeah. So it was possible. Like, Sims 4 active crews are okay. But when you you are forced to choose, do I want to follow my Sim to their career? Or do I want to raise their children? You can't have both. Sims 3, you could have both. Right. Mm. So it's what too about... Bad. It's too bad that, um, Blue, none of your comic books have any sort of split timeline stuff in there. <laughs> not a single <laughs> one you could, you could probably you could you could probably talk about that but i don't think any of the video games or any of the comic books like they're all pretty you know straight okay, a gonna, to b stories i was gonna talk about Yu-Gi-Oh anyways yeah. <laughs> wait Yu-Gi-Oh has you, a split timeline you have no idea <laughs> <laughs> i know there's the first show uh-huh. and then and then uh, um, explain it to me. They they invent <laughs> school for card games. And then they invent <laughs> motorcycles for card games. I, yeah. I think I might be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure the the school and the motorcycle are two separate timelines. I thought they did I thought they just invented motor I thought in I one of them, just after school. it has something to do with Kaiba. He, like, takes over Pegasus's company in one of the timelines. And that and leaves... makes motorcycles instead. No, I think that's the timeline where, like, he doesn't take control. And so in Dual Academy, since Kaiba's got all this power, he's in... He makes school. Like, the <laughs> world games. keeps going on and focusing just on that. Man, I really but, know um, nothing about Yu-Gi-Oh. I, 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 I already thought I didn't, but now I really, <laughs> that really makes it sink in. I have not been paying attention to Yu-Gi-Oh. I feel like there's also a VR card games <sighs> version of Yu-Gi-Oh. Really? There's, there's a lot. Okay. I might be getting that confused with Here, Chaotic. I found a flowchart. Um, okay, no, just, so GX does... Is on the before the split. Okay. And so before the split, so that means that GX happens in every timeline. I think so. Maybe. I'm just know. thinking about like a uh, <laughs> like a game for the uh, the Oculus. That's a Yu-Gi-Oh game, but like, <laughs> but see, like it, it sounds like it would be cool, right? It would be like in the show where they had like the big thing that showed the monsters fighting, but actually what it would be is it's just like you at a game store playing the card game. <laughs> I mean, it's basically just Hearthstone at that point. <laughs> so in, in the timeline where Kaiba doesn't die or lose control of Kaiba Core, 
you say gets born and Zero Reverse takes place. And then he grows up and Yu-Gi-Oh's 5D happens. Is that the motorcycle one? Yeah. And then... Zero Reverse? No, that's an event in that timeline. And then that show takes place and there's two splits. There's a split there. There's a version that says someone never tells you say about the future and so the genocide occurs. Or what? It goes, okay. Uh, <laughs> wow, Yu-Gi-Oh is a lot more hardcore than I remember, <laughs> or that I don't remember actually. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, there's the timeline where Kaiba dies, and so Yu-Gi-Oh's Exile happens, mm, and then yeah. researchers travel to save the Five Ds timeline and yeah. learn about Synchros and Solid Vision, and then they go back, and then Arc V happens. Because the unified world is divided. Is this wow, like is rough. this like a canonical timeline? Like their intention I, was to keep splitting the timeline, or is this like a like 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 Zelda where yeah. they just decided it's attached actually and then drew all the lines? I'm oh. pretty sure I haven't. By the way, it talks about zero reverse. I'm assuming that there are episodes about it that I haven't seen because I know Five Ds had some weird time travel stuff wait, that I never saw. Wait a second. Actually, so, last the, season. so there's a split here that Kaiba dies or Kaiba loses mm, control of yeah, Kaiba Corp. So, so are we not sure what happened? I assume, or it might be one that if either of those happens, this happens the same way. But yeah. What, wait, Who but, knows? But is that implying that the show says that both of them occurred separately, like that at different times in this timeline, we say that it was one or the other, which is really, we're just, what? It's possible. I would imagine I it's know. like, a, I mean, you, you could just draw like a, draw like a circle or a head of a line. or beside at this yeah, point. I, I mean, I guess so, if he dies, then he would lose control of Kaibakor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is just making me think about, um, it's like mobile suit Gundam doesn't really have a lot of games in the franchise however um i don't know if it does have a lot of timelines it does have a lot of timelines but then i'm remembering there are several mobile suit gundam games there's the dynasty warrior gundam games in which you can literally pick any character from any timeline and they they have stories in the dynasty warriors games where like yeah, somehow Hiro Yui meets uh, you know Paptimus Soroko or whatever. It's like, oh, quick, okay, cool, right? These these characters hanging out, you know. Uh, Camille gets to meet, you know, Zex or something. Um, <laughs> You're just saying things, Jetty. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That's all anyone's been doing for the past ten minutes. That's true. If you ask me. I, I love how confident you were like, yeah, it's just like if Camille met sex. I mean, right, <laughs> guys? Wouldn't that be so weird? Yeah. Um, it would be very weird if Camille met Gex. Yeah. yeah from the popular uh, PlayStation game, right? Yeah. From everyone's and the popular favorite PlayStation. Uh, video game. Yeah, yeah that Gex. video game. Have any of us played the video game Gex? Yes. No. <laughs> I've like so it's funny because 
I, <laughs> it's funny. Jenny's best stories always start out with, it's funny because. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's not that funny, but just that, like. Uh, <laughs> the story better be hilarious. Um, <laughs> or I'm starting not, a hostile a takeover of, of Game Cola. There's a whole it better lot of be hilarious um, or of a lot of timelines. Games that like uh for the PlayStation during that era that like I only know through demo discs where they would yeah. have like the first level of like five different games and then like also like a trailer for Final Fantasy VIII or something. And so it's like, yeah, I got to play the first <laughs> level of Tomb Raider. Um I got to play like the first level and a half of uh Medieval, right? Like Yeah. Um and like Gex is kind of in that realm where like I know a lot of people played Gex. I know a lot of people liked Gex. I am vaguely familiar with the first level or whatever. I would like all of our listeners to know that Blue has sent us three separate Yu-Gi-Oh timelines, which all appear to have different takes to some well, extent. One of them, at least one of those, is including all the manga and anime differences, and also the movie, which takes place after the the manga, but not the anime. I would feel like that one would be the most correct one, right? You, <laughs> I like that you think that. <laughs> <laughs> it's odd to also imagine that um, Pokemon actually has like a consistent timeline, right? The, like, no. Ash no, it just no, it does not. Thing. No, it, it does not. What are you talking about, Jetty? <laughs> the remakes are fights. canonically a different timeline. Oh, are they? Yeah, like yeah, there's in, in red and blue, Omega Ruby and, and Alpha then... Sapphire. They there's a character that canonically brings up the fact that there is like another timeline where Mega Evolution. Oh yeah, then there's yeah, literally oh, the games that of parallel universes. Right. I was just thinking like. There's the anime where Ash exists, and there's the anime where, like, Red and Blue exist instead of Ash and Gary. Mm. But yes, there's there's also the games that are, uh, like, literally the plot is, hey, we're in a separate <laughs> timeline. Isn't that cool? Also, like, every single Pokemon game basically has two timelines, at least, if at not three. Yeah, that's yeah. true. But do they actually, well, or are they well, just actually, like... Hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah, no, actually, well, but... I don't know if they're really. I think Jetty's right. I don't know if they actually are a separate timeline. They're just like because then. I mean, if we want to get really meta here, is each individual we've we've talked about this before? I'm pretty sure is each individual person's playthrough of a game a separate timeline? That's, That's actually a good what point. I was about we, we've discussed this on the podcast yeah. before. I think yes, this definitely seems like the kind of thing I'd say. Um, <laughs> Just taking credit for it. It's, it's, a, cool, it's a cool idea, honestly. It's no, a we fascinating idea. I think it, like if you lose in a game or something and then you die in you, real life. The rest of that no <laughs> the rest of that game like the universe changes and the hero's dead and in that timeline everyone is Well that that is one of the unhappy. like parts of because the this Zelda was us trying line. to fi- this was us trying to reconcile which i can't believe we haven't brought it up yet but the zelda timeline yeah, yeah. Well, i was i made timeline where to like, it, but, yeah. avoid it actually i i felt like it was just like staring us all right in the face i i made reference mentioned. to it when i said nintendo should make a book talking about the timelines they did yes that was <laughs> the closest we got yeah that was the that was the joke oh, okay. yep. uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah i mean zelda fans i don't know these things how dare you 
Yeah, and and so there's literally one of the th- is it like three timeline splits. Is one of them is that like yeah. Link while fighting Ganon just straight up dies. Yeah. yeah, but only one of the games has that. Which right because yeah. we were talking about we think it's just because like maybe maybe there are separate timelines there. It's just that no interesting games have come out of mm, those timelines yes. where Link and dies. Then there's the timeline where he goes racing in carts instead. Yeah. Yeah, that's an important timeline. Uh, Wait, Link <laughs> is in a cart game? Yeah, it's he's, he's in Mario Kart 8. I don't know if you've heard of it, but... <laughs> you know, that's oh, one of the best-selling well games on Jetty, Switch. Jetty, we live in the future, and Link can be in Mario Kart 8 if he wants to be. Interesting. Yeah, he's, Get with the time, I mean, he, he's, also, he's also in Smash. He has is been Samus? since... That's not as out there. Is it's Samus not called in Mario Smash. Mario Kart? <laughs> Wait, Wait, what? No. Samus, you know, from Samus the ball drop Mario video? Kart? No. That is the most famous thing Samus Aran has ever done. Yep. I mean, and Samus themselves did come and uh, post <laughs> Which a comment happy, on dude. the video. Yeah. <laughs> it does feel like they should just take everyone that is in smash and put them in mario kart yeah kirby oh there's also dead by daylight and the timeline there is just suffering forever (laughs) (laughs) that's not a timeline i feel like it's a time circle yeah yeah that's about right yeah with a big spider on top oh that's a game loop and i feel like that is a related but separate category of video game Mm. a a game loop Yeah. yeah There's... Yeah, because part of the issue with the like, oh, the it's a timeline split where you know if you if you die in the video game, a you die for real. Yeah. B, um, <laughs> you you it's like resets the timeline. But when you when you die in the video game, you generally gain information. You can gain information that you didn't have before you died, uh-huh. yeah, and therefore escape. it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense that you would know that if it's just a split. If it's just like, oh, this is a different timeline from the ground up. No, because you had information from that point where the character, you know, fell down the pit, and you learned, oh, you can't jump down that pit. Yep. So. Yeah. And then this is when we get that, into that zero goes escape. That against the like. This is this is zero escape. We're not even. <laughs> No, that one's not a lot. That's illegal. <laughs> um, but it is exactly we're, what we're talking about. It, it is. It really not. is. It's all... We're not going there. Yeah. What we need is for Diana to come back and finish 10 10, 10. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that not finished? No. I thought that she never finished it. No, I think the final chapter has been, like, unfinished for years. Decade, probably. Yeah, right. Joe... You I've decided. I've decided what the next project is for the YouTube channel. Oh no! Channel. <laughs> Getting Diana to finish Ten Ten Ten. Just videos about It's just us calling her on Discord. Yeah, just calling. Yeah. Please <laughs> pick up today. We can. We can have. It'll be great. It'll, there'll be shorts. It'll just be like thirty seconds. Bunk aid at Diana. Hey, you should Day finish this. She, she did not pick up answer. today either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
She's busy getting married or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, well, what we need to do is we need to split the timeline <laughs> so that she's not doing that and she can instead Some focus. personal life really actualization stuff. Like <laughs> um, she's busy being... Has everybody got to say their favorite um, video game timeline so far that wanted to? I think so. Sure. Okay, then we will we will split off into our new timeline. Ooh, where yeah. we have rules about games we've been playing in recent times. What? Everybody no, gets one. About my scoop. Ooh. What's we no. don't have time for your scoop where a yes, video game company do. got hacked. What is this? I know the next Dead by Daylight killer. It's gonna oh, be... Oh, okay, I didn't realize that was your scoop. Yeah. What's the scoop? Tell us the scoop. I thought you were just talking about the... Um, no, I was trying what? to pivot to it and it didn't work. Uh, the next Dead by Daylight killer absolutely has to be... Steamboat Willie. <laughs> right? God. I think I think that's obvious. We can I, all yeah, agree, right? Clearly. It makes sense. Yes. It, it has to be. I mean, everybody, anytime a character goes into the public domain, they become a horror movie character. That's apparently yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, how this they already now. someone already had a horror game planned and partially made waiting yeah, for the I mean, day that they went into the public domain because there was like early access like photos or so like there was an article the day that he it became public domain talking about this thing <laughs> it's like have you just been sitting on this waiting for how many years that's <laughs> what Paul and like, Michael said it... they were gonna do and then I don't think yeah. they did disappointing huh Paul and Michael are getting very close to being able to write Francie Drew meets Nancy, actual public domain Nancy Drew. And she's racist and it's yeah. bad. Oh, oh, oh yeah. No. I can't wait. That's, I don't, okay, I don't actually know. No, we looked I have not this looked up. into Nancy Drew. We looked this oh, we did? Okay. Um, yeah. Never mind. Then. Yeah, there yeah. were some problems in like the Nancy I know the Drew Hardy, Hardy Boys, Boys had issues. Oh, maybe it was the Hardy... I was thinking of. Um, I definitely know that the Hardy Boys books that were written in... Uh, the 1920s were revised in the 1950s because they were too racist. Right. So what they did, but but what they did to fix it was just remove the racially diverse characters from the story entirely. Oh wow! That was how the revision worked. There is a large historical basis for that decision. Yes. Yeah. Nancy Drew's early um, mysteries were racist and anti-Semitic. Okay, cool. Oh, mm. fantastic. Yeah. Incredible. I mean, um, most everything so, was at that um, time. That doesn't make it okay. It's true. They're, they're be- they're, they <laughs> aren't good, anymore. I'm just saying I prefer it is Francie Drew. It's not unique in that an sense. An unproblematic queen. My Nancy Francie Drew is an <laughs> ideal role model for today's girls and boys. Nancy Drew, mm. who has um, strawberry blonde hair, I think. I just know that someone in the, someone someone in the Nancy Drew lore has strawberry blonde hair, and I think it, it's Nancy it is herself. Nancy. I don't and, think her. I don't think her hair is her is public domain when the book first book is though, because hmm. I think uh, maybe she had different hair in the first book. Hmm. In the nineteen twenties, nobody had like color. Black and white was the way the world was. So. True. <laughs> Her actual hair was just like gray toned. Yeah, monochrome. Yeah. Well, I feel like she's usually depicted as a brunette, despite like the books always saying she's strawberry blonde. I don't think she's usually depicted as a blonde. And in black and white, she'd be. 
maybe I'm wrong. And also, maybe I just still don't know what Strawberry Blonde is. Because I didn't as a child. (laughs) And I I feel like I haven't. It might not exist. That's what my hair is. That's the color of Strawberry Blonde? Yes. I can't see your hair, so... No, that's not fair. Helpful right now. I wasn't. I wasn't. Pl- I wasn't going to show you. <laughs> you just have to imagine it now. <laughs> but it I worse. can't, Anna. I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> I don't know what this thing looks like. Have you tried imagining it? No. <laughs> well, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> Someone have played a video game in recent time, please. I have one. You get one. Everybody gets one. Only one. I'm going to talk about every game. There's seven of us. There's seven of us. You cannot stop me. I think Anna should get more than one because it's been a long time. Okay. Well, if Anna gets more than one, someone has to sacrifice. Also, Joe, there's six of us. Thanks for stepping up, Joe. Yeah, there's, there's six of us, by the way, not seven. (laughs) <laughs> no remember I from the beginning of the yeah there we go we got one to sacrifice we're all good i'm not about to go <laughs> in depth in everything i've played i am going to mention what i've played over the last several months is that acceptable okay. i'm just saying we don't have a lot of time left we talked about timelines for a really long yeah time. that's not my <laughs> fault <laughs> And then Joe went off to another timeline where there were seven of us, and now we brought him back to where <laughs> now he's back. Where yeah, we had to fight against Joe to make the timeline right. Anna, again. you're using up your video game time. Just talk about video games. Anyway, I have been playing video games, and they are great. I've played Baldur's Gate three. I have played House Flipper two, Two Point Campus. House Flipper two is out. Yes, and it's it's pretty good. I like it a lot. Um, I've also played this little game that came out that I never thought was actually going to happen, but a spiritual successor to fashion, uh, to style savvy fashion dreamer, which was not worth $50, um, on release. (laughs) And I was mostly joking about us getting a switch version, but it happened. And, uh, yeah. So that's what I've been doing. Is it still not worth $50? Um, no, no, (laughs) I think there's more stuff supposed to be coming, but like, it it's not worth that much money, but I am having a good time with it. And Baldur's Gate is it? Are all the Game of the Year awards earned? You feel? Yes, one hundred percent. I've How I've played any, through any it twice. Uh, once as a rogue, once as a bard, and I have a new playthrough going where I'm a sorcerer, but I haven't played it a lot in a while. How much Two Point Campus have you played? A lot, <laughs> so much. Did you? I have, I have two... also played a lot, but I did reach is, a point where I got point tired campus? of it. You know what it, Two what Point is Hospital it? is? No. I just uh, bought Two Point Hospital, and I... I also played a lot of that. It's an, so it's an interesting version campus, number. Two point, I'm used to 2.0, not Two Point Campus. <laughs> <sighs> I love video games. Anyway, that's, that's it's... it for me. Two point hospital. Yeah, what what is it? Like genuinely, I'm curious. Do you want Anna to tell you or do you want me to tell you? Which game? Yes. Someone. Two point Sims, but with campus. Kind of. Oh. It's it's like um it's like any other like simulator game, but it's like a school, which there was a uh 
there was like some kind of school simulator years and years and years ago that I used to play um, at my grandma's house, and it reminds me a lot of that, but this is better. Oh, do you know what Prison Architect I... is? Yes. No. It's that, basically. Come okay. on, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't play simulation games. Well, I mean, I play simulation games, but the statement that it's like, you know, it's like any simulation game, there's a lot of different kinds well, of simulation it is. games. They, they tell you, oh, build a room, you tycoon. build a room, you put the games. shit in the room. The tycoon games. Uh, That's what they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, like yeah, a tycoon yeah. game. Oh, okay. I know exactly what that kind of game is. That feels so sarcastic. All right, James. No, no, no. No, that's genuinely... I, I actually know what a tycoon-type game is. I am familiar with it's, these it's things. sort of like a tycoon mixed with a simulator. Like yeah. Okay, I, I think, interesting. I feel like tycoon games are usually outside, which I feel like yeah. is a weird thing. So a little like like Sim Tower or something like that. Like, not Sim City quite, but like... I don't know what that is. Sim School. all right someone else have played a video game in recent times please i've played three and they were all really good and i'm still playing one of them i'm playing dave the diver because that one got on a lot of people's game of the year list and i've played like i've played 72 minutes of it or something (laughs) i don't know i'm still very much in the beginning but it's like it introduces a lot of stuff at the front, which isn't a bad thing, but it means that I have to take breaks because I get tired. So I also just started playing it yesterday. So I'll play more of that. I've played a lot of the Wandering Village and had a really good time. That game is in beta. And then I, and because it's in beta, it definitely doesn't have all of its content yet. So I kind of stopped playing because I ran out of content. Like I got a pop up that was like, good job. You played all the content um oh. we'll have more later someday <laughs> and then that's how most video games should have good job you, you you played the video game yeah that's it i mean that's it there's no more i think there All was right, like a vague credit sequence or something but it, it wasn't like it's not like the end of the game it's just the end of what they've put in the beta so far so it's a different mm. kind of end. i want it to be like not even like a pop-up like in the art style of the game like literally like <laughs> a separate window on like your windows yeah. like, <laughs> you just, just press okay like, or delete or something yeah. <laughs> yeah okay and it just closes the game yeah. <laughs> and then I've, I've i was really enjoying it and wandering village is a i called it a survival game and my partner told me it's not a survival game so i don't know what to call it it's whatever rim world is uh does anyone know what that is i know the I've, name i've heard of okay. it but i don't know anything it's a video game it. it's like we it's don't all game. play the same video games yeah really Classic um, game cola. It's like a strategy survival <laughs> colony survival video game. Hmm. It's a construction and management simulation video game, according to Wikipedia. Any game so, that whatever that checks out stresses you out enough. True. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wait, and- say that again. <laughs> Any game can be a survival game if it stresses you out enough. <laughs> I like that. And I liked Wandering Village so much that I wanted to play more of that type of game, whatever it is. And then I downloaded Farthest Frontier, which is also in beta because I don't learn my lesson and encountered the same issue minus the pop up. 
because I haven't actually completed all of the content in that game. I just can already feel that there's a lot missing. And I'm like, I need to stop playing this because if I play too much of it, I'm just going to burn myself out. And then I'm not going to play it when the full release happens, which is what happened with a different game (laughs) that uh, was like a... What's that game where you have like conveyor belts and you are trying to get to space? Factorio. Factorio. Yeah. It's like that, so but it wasn't satisfactory. that. It you're not I I don't think you're going to guess the game of it, but it was that type of game, but it was in beta when I played it and then I played it. It was a little broken because it was in beta and I got frustrated with it and I spent hours on it and then I just was Is so it done with 3D it. 3D or 2D? Isometric? isometric oh okay then i do not know what that is i don't know if that's the right term either but that's i was gonna the say if, that... if it was a 3d game then it, i was thinking satisfactory but it no 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 it's not satisfactory is, i know for a it fact is it's not, not it is not yeah that game is not isometric yeah mm. it's either 2d or isometric i don't know which one you call I, isometric it. is generally it's just a perspective doesn't yeah. mean 2d or 3d but that's yeah. not the it's it's like um iso imperial uh, but I don't know what to call it. Like I don't know what that means. Because here's the thing: is it's all two D <laughs> because it's all on a screen. So it's hard for me to yeah, tell you. Like, is it is it two yeah. D or is, is it three D? Is it polygons or is it sprite? I guess based? it's polygons. It's poly. Okay. Thank you. I can answer that question. It's polygons. <laughs> okay. Okay. Gotcha. I anyway. I wish I could remember what it's called, but I'm gonna I would have yeah. to get access to my Steam library to figure that out. But it was a good game, and they up, they added a whole bunch of stuff that definitely fixed it. And I just have not gone back and played it. But it was like a Factorio esque thing. Anyway, the point is that I do this to myself all the time. I love these beta games. I play them, but they're in beta, so they don't work. And then I get annoyed with them, and then I don't go back and play the finished product. And I I really need to stop doing that. But I love me a beta game. I'm done talking about video games James. Now. Yes. Have you played a video game in recent times? Uh, yes. I have played a video game in recent times because uh, on December, well, you know, I, I've been going through finals and, and all of that, but on December 19th, the first major milestone update to Kerbal Space Program 2 released, which is called For Science! Uh, and it made the game not bad anymore. <laughs> so, because the um, the big problem with Kerbal Space Program 2 was that it released into early access. And it was, you know, obviously the sequel to the very beloved Kerbal Space Program 1, which had was you know had lots of you know features and it was a very mature game at that point and this game came out in early access and it was extremely buggy and had almost no features it is a game about building rocket ships to fly into space and do like you know do various you know science and get points to research better technology to reach farther out planets etc and complete various mission objectives and stuff but Kerbal Space Program 2 when it launched had building the rockets in, like, a sandbox mode, and that's it. There was no science, no researching better technologies. It didn't even have the simulation of heating upon your capsule re-entering an atmosphere, which is all very, very huge omissions. And 
so needless to say, the game came out, and we we had been informed of the state that it would be coming out, generally speaking, prior to release. And it was not a game that was available for pre-order. It was when the game came out, that is when you are allowed to buy it. So P- you had press information. They invited press out to see the game, etc. So people knew the state the game was in prior to when you could buy it. But people, a lot of people bought it, and they were very upset because the game still costs, at launch, more than the original game with all of its existing content that is more than this game costs right now. And so we were very upset. So now the devs have been working very hard, and they released a new update which adds the science and researching better technologies and missions and reentry heating uh, all in one big giant update. And it also improves the performance of the game considerably and fixes a lot, but not nearly all, of the big bugs that make playing the game kind of annoying at times. But I've been really enjoying it. They have made a lot of improvements to the gameplay compared to Kerbal Space Program 1. They've made things a lot more streamlined because those systems, as mature as they were, were designed in a way that could be kind of clunky. And so... By throwing all of these features out initially, they went back to the drawing board and tried to re-implement them in a way that's better. And so far, I have been having a good time. I have been actually playing the game because now, with uh, with missions and a bunch of other stuff, with goals in mind besides here you have all of the parts and a universe sort of as your sandbox do whatever, I feel more motivation to play the game. And the game is less buggy, so I don't get seriously infuriated every time I try to play the game. And so, yeah, it's good. It's still a little disappointing that it took more than half a year to go from not really even a game to this is how the game should have launched initially in February. But we're here now. And it is clear that the team is working hard and cares about the game and wants to do well. So I am relatively pleased as long as they, you know, keep keep making leaps and bounds like this. Have you made it to the moon yet? Yes, I have made it to both of them. Nice. Have you made it to Mars? No, I have not. Or, that is my that Mars is my next goal. Interplanetary is stuff is very tricky to do like when you're when you're just going out to the moons when you're all within one sort of general sphere of gravitational influence it's i that is something i'm generally okay at processing and i can do that relatively easily computing interplanetary transfers is another another layer of complexity and it's complicated i see just like real life Yes, indeed. It is It is complicated to plan because you need the orbits of the planets no, to line up. No, not easy. It's easy. No, no, no. The planets literally need to align. The planets literally need to align. That is, that is accurate. That's just a thing in movies. <laughs> no. Thing they in movies. Don't worry They about don't it. line wait, up straight wait, wait, and wait. perfectly. They just have to align in a correct like sequence. Like You have to be this amount in front of the planet compared to your two orbits, etc. There's a lot of math involved, and you don't have to do the math. Usually the game will like do it for you because it wants to be accessible, and 
you know, yeah. wants people to be able to do this thing. <laughs> so, that is cool. But I'm having a good time. And I am proud of the Kerbal Space Program 2 development team for sticking with it, despite people being, in some cases, very rightfully upset that the game launched in the state that it was in, even if it was communicated in advance. Uh, you know, it's kind of annoying that it was like that. And I'm glad to see that they are making great strides towards making this an awesome game because now it is a good game, good-ish, and I am enjoying playing it. It is a game I, I want that. to play, which it was it, not before. It, it's, it sounds interesting. Um, and before it we is. go to Blue, the name of the game that I couldn't remember, it was called Factory Town. So there you hmm. go. If anyone wants to play a game that I did not continue playing because I played too much of it when it was in beta, Factory Town. Factorio-esque, fun. All right, take it away, Blue. I am playing the Boongo Stray Dogs mobile game because uh, over the past couple weeks I've been watching all of that and I'm obsessed and uh, it's going to be a problem because I'm going to end up buying all of the books and everything, so that's great. But yeah, that is. Do you get like do you you roll dice and get like four star and three star and five star dogs? No. It, so Bungo <laughs> Stray Dogs is an anime and is insanely good. Like it is now on my list of shows that are very close to perfect. Highly recommend. Uh, it's about a detective agency that... So everyone in this show is... Their name is that of an author. So they, the person who wrote this, to, like, abstracted authors of famous books and their work into an anime character, basically. And then the show's about those characters in a detective agency. So there's... Like, Edgar Allan Poe, and there's Scott Fitzgerald, and his power is called the Great Gatsby, and he gets super strength based on how much money he burns to use that power, and he's one of the villains, and, like, yeah, so, it's neat. Interesting. What do you do in the video game? In the game, it's, uh, you... It's like a gotcha game, but instead of the usual RPG or Connect 3 combat, there's like a marble minigame that is different than most things I've seen, so it's kind of refreshing. Is it like those racing marble videos? No, no, you. it's like Peggle, I, I guess. Huh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, it is a very narratively dense show, and there's five seasons out, and... It... Did you play this mobile game just so you'd have an excuse to talk about a TV yes, show that you like? Well, you said I could only talk about one game, so this was it. I could talk about other games I've been playing, but you took you said we couldn't do that. I mean, I talked about three anyway. You would... I was going to say, you'd be the first to listen to me. <laughs> I'm just Don't listen. sure you're not going to yell at me. Just let him uh, yell. Finished, I'm you now. I finished Steinsgate. <laughs> it's very good. It, it uh, 
really filled in some of the holes that the anime left for me, and yeah, it, it, the the questions I had were adequately, satisfactorily answered by their techno babble and pseudoscience. So that was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was nice seeing how the characters from Chaos Head were basically prototype versions of the characters from this one because they they're a lot more like fleshed out and less terrible and yeah and now i'm on robotics notes elite and it's all right so far it's the most light-hearted out of all of them so far and that is my progress report on that blue does your finger work again kind of did have you done more alan wake i i played a little bit a couple days ago yeah but i have not finished still not done Alright. Jetty. Yeah. Have you played a video game? <laughs> I replayed Mario? No. Super Picross. You replayed? <laughs> yeah. It went really you fast. You beat this game. You beat this game. Not that long ago. Yeah. And and you so played all like two hundred Picross puzzles. Three hundred, yeah. Oh my goodness. And you immediately went, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it again. It's cheating because you remember all the answers. It wasn't immediate, um, but it it was, you know, it it was like a month later. I I came back to it. That's immediate in Jetty playing video games. I mean, what are you talking about? In fairness, in the, you know, in the 90s when you would have, you know, when you you went out to the, the game store and bought Super Picross... You know, yeah. you generally waited a while before you bought a new game. What if that was the first game you bought? You would stop playing the game for a bit and come back and try it again. Yeah. And um, it is interesting because I had complained about several puzzles that, like, they just seemed like guessing. Um, and on the second time around, I only ran into one puzzle per type, um, you know, a Mario puzzle and one Wario puzzle that uh, I felt like really had any guesswork and that most of it comes down to, like, skill right <laughs> um and now, now that i have you, yeah are you trying to become a mario no super cross uh speed runner at this point nah <laughs> like <laughs> you could do that that just comes down to knowing the puzzles right <laughs> right you memorize every yeah, completely. single puzzle <laughs> but um i think per like most speed running rules like you would be able to have, like, you could set up, like, a PowerPoint slide to use as reference. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't actually have to remember it. You're allowed to, in most of the games, you're allowed to use supplemental material so long as it doesn't physically interact with the game. Okay. So you, even, so you could just have a picture of the you. solution to the puzzle? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, because I think that for the Ocarina of Time speedrun, they created like a little widget that like there's certain puzzles that have like certain it's like a battleship sort of thing mm. a, a mini game huh. something similar to that and there's only certain patterns that the puzzle can be and so like you can they made a little widget that like lets you put in like where you've put where you've hit you know where you've made your guesses and it tells you like the most likely square to have mm. uh, a ship on it or something but since it doesn't actually physically enter in interact with the game because right it's still your human right the the inputs all have to be so really but then but then at that point the picross goes from being 
a puzzle to being a drawing simulator. <laughs> yes. Speedrunners do not care. This about is true. This, this is true. Speedrunners, yeah, yeah. If it's a speedrun, you you get to the end by you know the fastest means necessary. That's fair. <laughs> but I feel like um, you're losing something even, along the way. <laughs> some games will even they'll even let you like do edits as long as it's like something that doesn't affect the time. Like I think the Mario like Mario One speedruns, since they're so like heavily optimized, they'll let you like have um like a little. They'll let you change the clock to tell you or something like that tells you like what frame rule you're on for each level and stuff like that. Mm. Um, or, and like certain key information, uh, which is interesting. So is that, is that all you did? You, you played Picross again. Um, I also started replaying uh metal gear or sorry, metal gear, metal Slater glory. Um, you know what one what of those systems games that for? Yeah. Metal Slater Glory uh, was a pretty incredible NES game, um, and I decided to go and play the Super Nintendo version, the director's cut. Um, and I don't know, I'm just not feeling it. Um, the director the music was wrong? Is, the, <laughs> well, the music is different, and that, like, the music kind of set the mood in the original game, you know? And it's also, like, it is literally just a port of the Nintendo game. Um, but the, and that they like change the music and it's not good anymore. Yeah. It's just kind of all right. And that like, um, I guess that they changed a few lines of text and then they're like later in the game, there's going to be, Oh, a couple of new scenarios, but it's like, hmm, like at that point, I'd kind of rather just go play the NES game again. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. Interesting. But yes, those are the games that I've played. How about you, Joe? Have you played? Well, I'll tell you. Any video? <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing I did is uh, I played started by Mega Man Battle Network Four. Um, immediate drop in quality, like yep, I knew that was coming. Clear, observable. Like I, I feel like there's, I, I could feel like there are some video games in series where like you you come across them and you're like does everybody think this is bad just because like it kind of landed that way and that's just sort of become the thing people say without like really like judging it because like they go into the game with the preconceived notions. No, Mega Man Battle Network 4 is because I didn't know which ones people liked. For all I know, they got better and better and better until the end. Uh, Mega Man Battle Network 4, oh God, it just fell, it just fell apart. Yeah, it's, they just, I mean, mm. I'm not done with it. Um, I'm still in the tournament arc, and the reason I'm still in the tournament arc is because there's so much padding it's already. The tournament arc just keeps going and going and going. It will not stop. There's not a story. There's just a tournament arc that keeps getting interrupted. Yeah. You're not even talking to your friends, which is, like, the only part of the overworld that is fun. Like, the, there's a narrative established with the friend characters, and there's an interesting dynamic, and they're just not there. It's just walk around the internet. Uh, we put four things randomly in the internet. Go find it. Come back. Okay, here's another four things randomly across the entire internet. Go <laughs> it, find it. it. Oh, you walked all the way over here, and you need to have this one item that you didn't know you would need to have for this? Well, you better go walk around and figure out how you can get that one item uh, that's just somewhere. Oh, it's in this shop halfway back. 
uh, now you could continue with the story because clearly that was a skill check that we needed to implement. Yep. And now, get, but, and I'm still way in the yeah. beginning. And of the get game. get ready um, to I'm do like it for right the be- next episode of the tournament arc. Like, yeah, and it, it, yeah, I'm right before. Um, I'm right before Dex. Oh, um, okay. Dex I think I know. I think I remember where that is. I again, I have not played these games, but I've watched like full playthroughs of them from somebody who's like planned it out and knows what's generally coming. You know, like he, he kind of mm-hmm. researches it before each episode to like, okay, this is what's going to happen in this episode. And I like the only thing I remember from that playthrough, I don't think I finished it, but the, the, the number one thing I remember from the playthrough that I had seen up to wherever I stopped, which is probably because I was like, wow, this is a big drop off in quality. So I like just kind of fell off of it. It's all the tournament arc, and I kept thinking to myself, this game feels like it. Like if Mega Man Battle Network, the series, was an anime, Battle Network 4 so far feels like a filler episode, or like a series <laughs> of filler episodes, where it's like, we just... We, we didn't have enough, our writers didn't come up with enough plot, so we just have to, we started off with the plot, and then immediately veer completely off course for ages and ages, doing things that don't ultimately matter at all, because we yeah, need to not, pad for time. It's not great. It's not very good. I've been whittling away you've, at it, but I have to play another video game in the meantime. Have you, you've seen, to, you've seen Legs Go, right? That was that was oh yeah that's this one yes I did see legs go <laughs> Leg, legs go it's not the only one but that is no one there there is some only. there is some wonderful typos in that game <laughs> to to cleanse my palate as I make it through Battle Network four um I've actually funnily enough completely unprompted unrelated I don't think there's any reason that this coincidence would happen mm-hmm. uh, Yoshi's Island DS oh <laughs> <laughs> um. Because I was like just thinking, I I got my uh, DS games up here in New York finally, um, and so I was just like I wanted, I just remembered playing it, but it had been a really long time, so I was going back into it. It's really interesting how similar to Yoshi's Island it really is. Like they did not change much at all. Like all the sound effects are the same as the Game Boy game. Um, the the structure of the levels is pretty much the same. I will say it's I'm I've only played back through to. Um, world the where you get Donkey Kong basically, um, baby Donkey Kong, and the part of it is like since everything's sort of themed around you get in in Yoshi's Island DS, you have multiple babies and you have you can switch between them and each of the baby riding on your back has like a different power and you get more of them as you go throughout the game and you go to like these stork stops where the stork will switch out which you can switch out which baby you're carrying and so be. Um, the, even though there's more variety in like your quote unquote move sets, just the fact that the levels are sort of designed around that mechanic feels like it limits things more than the original Yoshi's Island was limited, um, where it was really just about you know quote unquote make eggs, throw eggs. Like that was a much more flexible idea than make sure you have the right baby to do the thing. But it's still been fun. Uh, it like the the basic like. The basic control and the basic formula is is still solid. Um, I'll see how I feel as I keep going through. But, yeah, uh, I'm resisting very hard to talk more about the Mega Man Battle Network anime because you brought it up. And all I will say <laughs> is that I feel like in the 2000s, anime localizers 
got their hands on digital editing tools <laughs> and could not be trusted with that power <laughs> because they decided they could cut anime episodes and chop them up and reorganize them however they wanted. And it was a bad idea. <laughs> I, the, I, the tournament arc of Mega Man Battle Network TV show makes no sense. Oh, no. Because they have just chopped it up, mixed it in a blender, and spat it back out. And I had to stop watching the show because I could not tell what was happening. I could understand more about which scenes had been reorganized <laughs> than what was actually happening in the show. <laughs> like, the only thing I could tell is like, oh, that cl- scene was clearly from an earlier part of the original episode. <laughs> or these scenes were clearly swapped between these two episodes. Oh, no. Like, they put the beginning of a fight at the end of another fight. Wow. And it's, it's oh, that my gosh. Sounds like, that sounds like, I know I've seen, like, you know, old, like, mid-2000s websites dedicated to, like, oh, here's how, like, the Sonic X cartoon was localized here are the things that they cut here's the things that they changed in each episode i feel like you could potentially almost like write essays on each individual episode and how they changed it based on what i'm hearing i i remember reading i never actually finished finished the show i fell off somewhere in the third season when i was a young kid watching it on fourkids.com website yeah um but uh, I seem to recall reading that near the end of season three, which was the end of the show, they really just started chopping things up because there was like a space fight, like evil robots thing. And the the way it was playing in Japan didn't like meet the four kids censor sort of guidelines on violence. And so they just really chopped it up. Um, I seem to recall that, but I don't think I got too deep into it. I think the main show was fairly was left fairly unscathed or at least it wasn't super obvious while watching it hmm. um but it's been a while since i've watched more than like the first few episodes of the first season anyway interesting thank you for listening to this episode of the game cola podcast you made it with all seven of us <laughs> yep, yep all seven all seven. all seven, and no, no timeline. You were the secret seventh. You were the secret seventh member of this podcast all along, uh. and we sacrificed the game you were playing in recent times so that we could all talk about more games. Yes. Thank you, um, thank you for your sacrifice. Also, I knew, like, I knew that no one was actually only going to talk about one video <laughs> game. That was my strategy. You thought you were sneaking past me, but I actually drew the line further. From the edge that I wanted you to get to. So, ha, you fell right into my trap. Okay. Um, I think you just knew you had no control. Um, (laughs) If you like what you heard, be sure to check us out on our actual internet website, GameCola.net, and our YouTube channel, GC.net, the letter G, the letter C, the word dot, the word net. There's a very cool thing that just recently showed up there um, if someone particularly involved with a project would like to advertise it a little bit. I don't know what you're talking about, Joe. Uh, yeah, well, are, are you talking about the? <laughs> are you talking about the, uh, the 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 survey about yeah the, the best yeah the video best, game best. related media? Definitely, exactly. I knew <laughs> that that must have been it. Yes, of course. I was talking about the YouTube community post that Jetty made, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which you should definitely all check out. By the way, they are uh, yeah. they're fantastic, but. 
um, slightly less important than that <laughs> is the first episode of the Space Quest Adventure Cast, a project which has been uh, seven years in the making uh, from the workings of my mind and that of uh, staff member emeritus Nathaniel Hoover, uh, who has hosted many an RPG cast in Game Cola Past. Uh, it's really a wonderful, wonderful thing. It's hilarious. It's very wacky, very chaotic. Uh, I'm just so happy that we were able to finally make it come to fruition, and I think that all of you would uh, enjoy listening to it if you liked what you've been listening to here. Yeah, so the first episode went out last week. We have two more episodes coming out uh, at some point. I don't <laughs> I don't think we've decided when they're coming out yeah. yet. But not too long. Yeah. Uh, they'll be, I'm almost certain they'll be uh, at latest like the beginning of February, probably earlier than I that, agree. to be honest. We'll see. And so keep an eye out for that. Of course, if there's anything that you want us, any other like, RPG cast type stuff that you'd be interested in. We're open to suggestions. Uh, we've got we've got a gap that we can fill in the production pipeline now. Mm-hmm. So fire away. Um, there's also, of course, all the YouTube shorts that apparently people seem to like very much because the one today got like five thousand views mm-hmm. in like three days, mm-hmm. and it was just <laughs> Samus Aaron. Falling down a shaft with numbers in it. (laughs) People really like that one. It it does well. And also, I mean, let's be honest. It has like 200 likes. Yeah, no, it's it's fantastic. It's it's short, sweet, to the point. And you know what? We like YouTube shorts. They're delightfully comfy and easy to watch. (laughs) If you like our, our longer form content such as this before it's been chopped up into a short potentially like this the algorithm likes that we like it too and if you like the spaced quest video also definitely give that a like to communicate your emotions with us so -hmm. that we know what you want Mm -hmm. and we can continue to feed this very prominent parasocial relationship that we formed with you our seventh (laughs) podcast member (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and leave a comment friend. so that we can hear all you. of the things that you would have said if you were in this podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> and or better yet, join us on the Discord and tell us all about it. Yeah, this Discord pops yeah. off sometimes. It does. Sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> it's always popping off here. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. Totally. It always is popping off because you, the viewer, our seventh uh, podcast person, are also in this Discord already and talking to us. And we're having a great time. And having time. a great time. Yeah. It was all fun. We all live in very different places. So New Year's took a long time on the Game Cola, <laughs> po- Game Cola Discord. Mm-hmm. Game Cola Podcast Discord. The Game Cola Discord Podcast. Game Cola Discord <laughs> Podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, basically what yeah. this is. In a lot of ways. It is that, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Game Cola Discord podcast, known just as the Game Cola podcast for short and the GCPC for shorter. <laughs> uh, have a wonderful time of day, wherever it is, whenever it is you're listening to this podcast, and we will see you next month. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Greetings, Game Cola faithful, and welcome to the Game Cola podcast. This is podcast number 174. We'll see what the new year has in store. And I am your host and podcast commander, joined by... Did we need to sink? Do we need to sink? Yeah, we, we didn't do. sink. I was about we to did. say, do we not we sink? Yeah, I was, I was about to type it in chat. <laughs> was I gone for that long? Jesus. Say, it's okay. I didn't say my name either. So... <laughs> <laughs> I, are we gonna i think last time we went just like in the order of people's names on yeah just go yeah. in discord order. okay okay, okay. Yeah. Just go which is all i can't see it but i know i go after james right yeah that's right <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> yep i'll okay let's think in okay three two one sink you didn't say it <laughs> wait did you not did you actually not <laughs> say it blow you didn't you get, didn't to, get to blow please this. close duolingo this. you have several hours before anything is get off of the train <laughs> i need to take this train i'm sorry <laughs> this episode of the game Cola podcast brought to you from jetty shower on a train <laughs> I'm hoping that the noise has gone away. It's not still making noise. Still, still, still well, I mean, like the train noise, but the but not the um the no. various laptop fans. We are right? about no. to disappoint the Duolingo Al significantly, but it deserves it. Is the train gone? No, it is not. I mean, yeah, I can still hear it. I don't know if you guys can. I can still I can hear edit it. it out. Just it's a fine. little bit, but it's fine. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start the podcast now in three, two, one.